It's the second Sunday of Easter here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is April 19th, 2020. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. The Acts of the Apostles paints a beautiful picture of life shared in the early church. How is the Lord calling us to make this vision a reality in our world with our parish today? A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread in various houses and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the good will of all the people. And day by day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. It was evening on the day Jesus rose from the dead, the first day of the week. And the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. After eight days, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, 
and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Deacon Jack and I are in, are in the chapel, the sanctuary rather, looking at empty chairs. I really miss seeing your faces. I think I, I even miss church face. So I can't wait till we're back together again. And I do appreciate all of the efforts that are being made by Deacon Jack and Chris Walmark and Eric McGinnis to help us to share the message of Easter. And I really did love the Easter parade last Sunday. Uh, you guys, that was just wonderful. The story of, of Jesus appearing to his disciples on that first day of the week, even though the doors were locked, he, for fear of the Jewish leaders, he gets in the room with them. And I don't want to say that perhaps I'm losing it, but that brought to mind a series of knock-knock jokes. Just what you wanted to hear, knock-knock jokes. And I've been telling them to Ziva all week, and she doesn't respond, but Deacon Jack is here. So here we go. Knock-knock. Who's there? Sincerely. Sincerely who? Sincerely, this morning, I've been waiting for you to open the door. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Stopwatch. Stopwatch who? Stop what you're doing and open the door. Knock, knock. Who's there? Absent-minded. Absent-minded who? I'm sorry, what? What? <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Toreador. Toreador who? Open up or I'll Toreador down. Knock, knock. Who's there? Radio. Radio who? Radio not. Here I come. My favorite. Knock, knock. Who's there? Control freak. Now you say control freak who? Control freak who? Oh. <laughs> he came in. The locked doors couldn't keep him out of their lives, out of their midst. I've been thinking about the pandemic and how that has kept us locked up. Has made many of us so afraid. Don't be afraid. Peace be with you, he says. Amazing peace. The peace that is the sense of the Lord's presence deep within us. Peace. Stronger than fear. The story that takes place on that night of Easter, 
But there's so many things that are speaking to me about the pandemic, about this terrible, terrible. They lock the doors because they were afraid. So many of us are afraid. It's interesting that John tells us that Jesus breathed on them. And we're reminded to wear a mask and not breathe on anybody when we go to the store. So many of the things, the isolation, that group was together except for Thomas. And in being isolated, Thomas missed so much on that first day of the week. I wonder where he was. Probably his, his daughter or granddaughter was on an, uh, a traveling soccer team and he went to the game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but where was he and why did he miss that? Why did he miss being with the other disciples? Why did he miss knowing the presence of Lord Jesus, the risen one? As we continue to celebrate the Easter season, the word that Jesus speaks in our midst is shalom, peace. We just have to let that peace sink into our hearts. And when we're scared and when we're busy, when we've got so many other things on our minds and in our hearts, how do we let that happen? Shalom, peace be with you. There's a story about a parakeet, a parakeet named Chippy. Chippy never saw it coming. One second he was peacefully perched in his cage, the next he was sucked in, washed up, and blown over. You know the feeling? Chippy's owner decided to clean Chippy's cage with a vacuum cleaner. You're jumping ahead, I know you are. She stuck the neck of the hose in the cage. The phone rang. She turned to pick it up. She barely said hello when whoop, Chippy got sucked in. Chippy's owner gasped, put down the phone, turned off the vacuum, and opened the bag. There was Chippy, still alive, but stunned. Since the bird was covered with dust, she grabbed him, raced to the bathroom, turned on the faucet, and held Chippy under the running water. Then realizing that Chippy was soaked and shivering, she reached for her hair dryer and blasted the little bird with hot air. Poor Chippy never knew what hit him. A few days after the trauma, the reporter who had initially written about the event contacted Chippy's owner to see how the bird was recovering. Well, she replied, Chippy doesn't sing much anymore. He just sits and stares. It's not hard to see why. Sucked in, washed up, and blown away. 
That's enough to steal the song from the stoutest heart. Poor Chippy. In the midst of this pandemic crisis, we know the feeling to be blown away, to be stunned. And yet the mystery of Easter keeps speaking to our hearts. There was a conference in, at the University of Loyola University in Chicago, and the Washington Post reporter Alice McDermott wrote a story or told a story she remembered from years before. There was a boy on a family outing at a park. During a sudden thunderstorm, the little boy was struck by a tree limb. The boy's father reached his son first, and he realized immediately that although the boy was moving, the blow was fatal. As his wife called 911, the father held the dying, struggling child in his arms. There was nothing more he could do. The father told the reporter later, all I could do was whisper, go to Jesus, son, go to Jesus. And the boy died in his arms. Alice McDermott, speaking at this function at Loyola in Chicago, remarked that nothing in our lives, nothing in these difficult times in our history, nothing in our disappointment, in our failing institutions, can dismiss the value, the grace, the immeasurable beauty of the words spoken by the Father as he held his dying child. Go to Jesus, son. Words hurled against the meaninglessness, the suffering, the sudden and terrible transformation of that ordinary afternoon. Go to Jesus, son. Go to Jesus when we're afraid. When the news reports continue to be depressing and difficult. When we're worried about what happens next, how we're going to make a living, who's going to be sick, who's going to take care of them. The story of the Easter visit with the disciples and Thomas speaks to our hearts, go to Jesus, go to Jesus. Many years ago, I was inspired by this gospel text and I wrote a song and here it is. Peace to you, the Father's love is with you. Peace to you, now go share it with your friends. For Christ's love for you is singing to the rhythm of your heartbeat. The peace that he gives is peace that never ends. 
peace that he gives will free your shackled hearts, and his love that grows within you will embrace all that you meet. Peace to you, the Father's love is with you. Peace to you, now go share it with your friends, for Christ's love for you is singing to the rhythm of your heartbeat. The peace that he gives is a peace that never ends. The peace that he gives will free your shackled hearts, and his love that grows within you will embrace all that you meet. Peace to you, the Father's love is with you. Peace to you, now go share it with your friends, for Christ's love for you is singing to the rhythm of your heartbeat. The peace that he gives is a peace that never ends. Do not be afraid, for Christ died and rose to save us. Hand in hand we'll stand until he comes to take us home. Peace to you, the Father's love is with you. Peace to you, now go share it with your friends. For Christ's love for you is singing to the rhythm of your heartbeat. The peace that he gives is a peace that never ends. Shalom. Peace. Go to Jesus. Having listened to the word of God, a word that moves us beyond the difficulties of this moment, of this time, we turn to God in our needs and we place those needs, our dreams, our hopes in God's hands. Our response today is, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, in, in your, your mercy, mercy, hear our prayer. For the church that through the sacrament of reconciliation she may channel God's infinite mercy to repentant sinners, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord in, in your, your mercy, mercy, hear our prayer. For the nations of the world, that they may show mercy and compassion to the weak and the poor, we pray to the Lord. Lord, in, in your, your mercy, mercy, hear our prayer. For us, that by showing mercy we may have mercy shown to us. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord in your mercy, hear our, our prayer. For those who are wounded in body, mind, and spirit, that the risen Lord may heal them, we pray to the Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For victims of accidents, natural disasters, and the coronavirus, that they may find consolation in the merciful God, we pray to the Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all those in the medical field, in the ambulance and fire departments, in the police departments who are taking care of us through this coronavirus, we pray to the Lord. Lord, in, in your, your mercy, mercy, hear our prayer. And for all those intentions that we have written in our parish book of prayers, in those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray to the Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
If you believe and I believe and we together pray, the Holy Spirit must come down and set God's people free. And set God's people free. And set God's people free. The Holy Spirit must come down and set God's people free. Let God's people say, Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.